I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Cheyenne. Today I'm sitting down with Coach SIE. He's the head women's volleyball coach at Iona College. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm excited to dive in and kind of learn more about your season and everything. So you just completed your first year as a head coach there. Can you kind of tell us about how it went? Sure. I can say like my first semester because it's a fall sport. So we only finished a few things and now with the spring. But I can I I will let you know it's it was very um, nerve wracking. So I was always <laughs> I was very nervous when I got the the opportunity and I got the chance. I wasn't expecting to be a head coach. Being honest to you, I always wanted to be a teacher, professor, and that's something that I will look forward one day in the future. But going back to the question, it was very exciting, very exciting um, to learn. This year, I just learn that's that was all i did i didn't do anything else just learning the process learning from the staff learning from the administration learning from the players student, the mm-hmm. student athletes i think that was the most important part was just the learning process how i can be a better person how i can help the student athletes to be a better leaders in the future i think that was the most important part yeah i think that's awesome i think that it's really cool that you can you acknowledge that you still have a lot to learn, especially as like just completing your first uh, last fall season. And so it's cool, like as you're going into the spring ball, that you can kind of just keep learning and growing with your team. I really like that. Exactly. I, and, and I took it that way, like because I knew it was going to be a challenge because around five to six seniors finished uh, the school. So it was going to be uh, from scratch. So I took it. I took a challenge. I wasn't scared for that. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm happy with my decision. Yeah. Can you kind of tell us about how your spring ball is going and what you're looking forward to with your new incoming players? So, yeah, uh, right now I have eight players, um, seven returning players and one transfer array from a university around Arizona. So right now has been a lot of um, knowing them, knowing the, the players, knowing the sort of athletes, what they think, what they want. It's more about one-on-one with me at the beginning was like the individual section, a lot of like repetition, trying to get the most repetition on the pass, the most repetition on the attack. No rush on competing was more, it's had been more like challenge them to know, like to know the game, to be, aggressive and i think one of the things that we are trying to build is a lot of the culture um we have two two great um upcoming seniors and their name is jamie and taylor and we are trying to build uh, the team around them and i think they the culture was going to be great because we have a a great family environment as as a family team everyone get along together and i think that's that's a great challenge that we're doing right now but the spring tournament, the spring um, season has been a lot of growing and a lot of learning at the same time. It's my first spring season with them and a lot of, lot of learning. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I think everybody is learning. And I mean, it's never, you never stop learning. You know, you could be coaching for 50 years and you still have stuff that you learn every day. So that's true. I say that the, the day that I get bored or I don't learn anything else, I think I'm done. And <laughs> 
I'm learning every day. I'm having fun and I'm very excited to be as a, a head coach right now. Yeah. And I love that you recognize the value of having a really good culture. Cause I look back at my experiences and the different teams I played for, whether it was in college or high school and the culture really made a huge difference to me. I, I, I will let you know, I will tell you like culture for me is the most important part because of the family. I come from a very, um, very strong family, very strong culture. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, born and raised in Puerto Rico, and we have a, a big, strong connection with the family. And at the same time, I'm, I'm not, it's not that I'm trying to do that. We're doing that because as soon as I get to Iona, the culture was great, and we're trying to keep the culture of the family environment and uh, competition and in, in being, like, great leaders. Yeah, I love that. I think that's awesome. How did you get into volleyball? Um, good question because everyone <laughs> always think I'm gonna uh, I was gonna be a baseball player because that's all we do in Puerto Rico most of the time <laughs> is base, baseball, basketball, and boxing, and then um, volleyball. Uh, long story short, uh, long story short, um, my brother played volleyball, and then um, I decided to be a volleyball player because he was a great um, athlete. He stopped playing um, volleyball. He was a little bit lazy, but um, he stopped playing volleyball. And then my other brother started working with the national team in Puerto Rico. And around 2000, the data volley gets to Puerto Rico. And my brother was the first person who brought the data volley to, to Puerto Rico. And he was the first person to teach me. And at the same time I was playing in college in the University of Puerto Rico, I was into learning the volleyball system, the volleyball software, the calls and everything. So it was like playing and learning at the same time. And that was a great challenge. Like that's how I get because I saw my brother like loving that too much and having that opportunity to be already um, working with my brother close to him, watching the videos, already learning those things before even being in a team, like before even in a club, before even being in a, in, a, in a pro league team, I was already learning from my brother being on a national team. And that's how I get all the way to, to be part of the Puerto Rico national team with a lot of like learning process. So I will say that my brother, um, the, the data volley teacher, teach me everything and then I keep growing up, growing up. That's awesome. And then how did you make that transition from kind of playing to wanting to be a coach? That transition was always there because I, when I went to school for college, I did my BA and my master's in education. So I'm a oh, history cool. teacher. So I always have been in that um, uh, learning process to try to teach or explain or help. Yeah. I will say help is a, is a great word. And even when I was a player, like, I wasn't the best player in the world. Hell, no way. <laughs> I was just <laughs> a very, very competitive um, player. But um, my old coach told me I was the captain. I didn't know why. But then I, I, I knew it was because the, the part of the leadership, the part of helping other people was in, my, in me. So that's how I get to the coaching part because I'm like, you know what? I, I think I have something here. And having the coaching and the data volley at the same time was very challenging that moment that I would say none or few people knew how to deal with data volley and coaching at the same time. 
Yeah, that's really cool that you have always just kind of had that like coaching inside of you, even as a player. And I feel like that's super valuable. And your coaches even saw that. That's why they picked you as a captain, as a captain. So that's really cool that you kind of always just had that in your blood. <laughs> yeah, I, I, being honest with you, I didn't know until they told me, but I was very excited and very happy when that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. If you're an athlete wanting to play for a team in a university or college setting, what would your advice be to them? My advice right now, it's, uh, I will say it's about academics. Like first yeah. trying to get the academic part in, in you. Uh, you don't have to be a 4.0, but if you're a responsible person and, and you are a person who knows how to manage your time, I think that's very important. And networking. I will say networking is mm -hmm. so like important right now in, in this year. I've been seeing that um, the school I work, I own a college is big in business. And every time I hear like a professor or a dean, they always say about networking. They always say about networking. They look more the networking part than the resume most of the time. So it's getting out of the, of the comfort zone, getting out of being shy because that's, that's what you need to do. Start talking and start talking to people and communicate. I think communication, networking, and with the academics. Yeah. And do you recommend them just like emailing you or like if we have any athletes listening, what do you advise them to do? At the first time, email is it's always a, a, a great progress depending on the school in my school. So we don't have a, a lot of personal, but um, email is great. Um, I will say the first option always going to be email. And then through email is going to be escalating a little bit with texting and calling. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing your advice because I know that's super helpful if we have any athletes wanting to move on to the next level. That's, that, that's all they need. Don't be shy. Whether you <laughs> say no, that's all. Don't be shy. Send the email. And I love it. Maybe you're going to have a reply. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, so I know you grew up in Puerto Rico and stuff. Can you kind of tell us how travel has played a part in your life, whether it was traveling to the U.S. or traveling back to Puerto Rico? What are some of your favorite memories? Wow, I have a lot of memories. And again, this is thank, thanks to the Puerto Rico national team and my brother putting me there um, and then working. I will say I've, I've been in more than 30 countries. How cool. And yes, it's, it's, I don't want to brag about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been, I've been uh, in a lot of countries, kind of like Middle East, I've been in Asia, I've been in um, South America. Uh, it, and I will say they're all great knowing like to travel to learn about all the cultures all the people like what they think what they eat i think that would be my greatest um dream is to travel around the world and especially like places that i never thought about it like qatar in the middle east like um i went to poland argentina a lot of places that i admire the culture i admire the volleyball and um most of the places that I went, we sit, have a cup of coffee, and talk about life, talk about volleyball, talk about anything. That's how you learn from other cultures. And it's all about listening to other people and, and what they need to say, what they need to ask. And has been great. I think the opportunity of me traveling for like six, seven years on the national team was great. And I will, I'm so happy and blessed about that decision when I started with my with the national team even i missed my graduation <laughs> my ba graduation and my masters uh i know that was more, more for my mom and dad but um, 
they were very sad about it. But I received, I remember my BA, I was in Poland and my master's, I was in China. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you missed both graduations. Yeah, I'm, I'm not regretting anything. It's just more for my mom and dad. Yeah. But okay. yeah. <laughs> what were some of your favorite places? I know that's probably a hard question, but. It's a hard question. If I go about eating, that's my favorite part to do. Yep, mine too. <laughs> I would say Argentina have a great, great, mm. great variety of food. Like, I mean, if you like meat, of course, Argentina is one of the greatest places. If you like everything else, Japan was great. Like, I went to different parts of Japan. It's not only Tokyo. I went to Sendai. I went to Hamamatsu. They have great, and yes, they have great sushi, of course. <laughs> <laughs> But everything was great, and and I will say Poland. I mean, the meat too. Uh, it's I don't know. That's a great question. Every everywhere I've been, I don't have any compliment. Honestly, it's just different. It's not better than the other one. It's just different places, different cultures, and you get adapted. And, and it's it's awesome. It's all awesome to learn from other people. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, like everywhere you go is different, but they all have really cool things about them that you can't get anywhere else. That's true, because I always thought that Puerto Rico was the greatest country in the world, and then you start traveling, like, oh, oh no, we have a lot of competition. <laughs> you have competition now. <laughs> Funny. Um, what is one thing that, knows, that no one knows about you that you could share with us? I think my family knows, but one of the things that I, I don't think people know a lot is I always want to be a dance teacher. Oh, okay. How did that come about? I always have been frustrated with dance because I always want to be dancing. And in any part, any team that I have been, um, I try to um, put this as a cardio, as a um, a conditioning. So in my past school, I worked as a a hostruck. We did that every month. Now and Iona, we try to do that too. So... Come from, uh, that came from my parents. My parents loved to dance when I was uh, with a child and I saw always dancing. And we have 24-7 music in Puerto Rico. There's never a time that there's no music. So you just move your hips and you start dancing. <laughs> How fun. And I love that you're still like incorporating that into like your team, like conditioning classes with dancing and stuff. That's awesome. I love it. Yes, it's, it's, like, it's a mixed feelings. Or they love it or they... <laughs> Need to get better. <laughs> um, in my opinion, it's way better than running, so I'd rather dance than run. Exactly. You see, it's that or running. I like that. I like that, that way of thinking. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, what are you most excited about this upcoming season? I know you're in the spring ball, but what's up next? What's your next adventure? Uh, my first, I will say the first time I'm going to have kids that I'm bringing to school, like um, student athletes that they, uh, we have the process to talk. We have the process to communicate. And for now, we have six players coming. So I think that's very exciting right now, having for real my first, first, like, time that I'm going to be for a long time at Iona, knowing everything. I'm looking forward for that. I'm looking forward to bring the new players and have that culture with the, with the old players. I think I'm looking forward for that. I'm so, like, excited and nervous right now. <laughs> Uh, I'm just I just want to be full right now um, bringing in the preseason yeah learning and that would be so yeah. fun it's that's one of my things like I'm just looking forward for that and um, going forward for that moment to start to get again on track to be a better team 
Yeah, that'll be fun to have your recruits actually be on your campus now and that they're your players and to start just building a team with them. That's really fun. And very, and very nervous. I'm very like excited and very nervous at the same time. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome though. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great to kind of learn more about you and your team and we wish you the best of luck. I appreciate it for your time and, and, I appreciate everything and of course I'm looking forward for the 2020 fall season and I'm very excited to be at Iona College. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.